Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Always a pleasure to welcome to the show from University of Miami Basketball Associate Head Coach Chris Caputo. And the Canes basketball team has received some good news in the last couple of days. Uh, two players returning, Isaiah Wong and Cam McGusty, both coming back, Chris. So some good news for you in terms of returning players. Yeah, obviously, um, you know, it was great for those guys to go through the process of, you know, learning a little bit more about the NBA and being interviewed and doing a workout or two and uh, getting the opportunity to sort of, you know, see, see what that world is like and, and some of the questions that might be asked of them and get a little bit of feedback on, on what they need to improve upon. And um, a lot of times it's it's some of the same things that the coaches will will share with them, but it's great when they can hear it from, you know, people at the highest level. Let's talk a little bit about how they can impact your team. Both guys, veteran players now, uh, both going into their third year in the program, or really for Cam, I guess his fourth, but – uh, the impact they can have on your program? Well, obviously, I think you see it a little bit, Joe, you know, down the stretch uh, in the ACC tournament. Obviously, Isaiah had a great year and was uh, all-conference player uh, and, and one of the few all-conference players that's returning. But for him to be an all-conference player as a sophomore is a great accomplishment for him. And then uh, Cam, when healthy, you know, performed at an all-conference level over the last two years. Uh, at times, you know, being player of the week and um, being on the all-conference uh, tournament team last year. And so, you know, to have those guys, veterans that have been through it and, um, you know, it gives you a lot of experience in the backcourt along with uh, Charlie. So, you know, you would hope that, you know, when you look at college basketball, that the teams that have had success uh, often have older guards and, and we're going to be in that position. You know, as you mentioned, both guys explored the opportunity of professional basketball. They have a couple of things to work on. Uh, without getting into too much detail, where do you think they've got to get better? Because they are going to be at the top of the opponent's scouting report. Isaiah Wong can score points in a hurry, score points points in bunches. And uh, when the season gets underway, you, you know those guys will be at the top of the scouting report of the opponent. Yes, and, and you know, I think hopefully, you know, we can stay healthy. I think for Cam, that's a big thing for him. Um, and if we do, we feel like we have more depth uh, and the opportunity to be uh, in a situation where, you know, guys are, are 
you know, maybe not forced to do quite as much, play quite as many minutes. And in turn, you know, you get more efficiency out of them. You get better defense out of them. Uh, you get more energy out of them. You know, those are the things that we've lacked uh, last season with the injuries. And I think, again, if you look down the stretch in the last, you know, five or six games last year, you start to see, to see guys that were, you know, playing really hard, uh, defending really hard, but also making the right plays, sharing the ball. And, and uh, I thought we had some good results, uh, particularly in the conference tournament with that. And so hopefully we can piggyback off that with the additions uh, that we've had. We should also mention, and this announcement came much earlier in the process, but he, I think he'll be a factor for you as well. And maybe you can tell us where he is in terms of uh, bouncing back in his rehab. Sam Wardenberg can be a very valuable commodity to your team. Yeah, you know, Sam, uh, in addition to his experience, just his versatility, his size, uh, his athleticism, you know, he's got good quickness for a guy his size. He's a very willing and, and able defender, uh, a guy who can switch a lot, a guy who can guard five and four, uh, but then also switch on the perimeter. And, and then a guy who's got experience, you know, making uh, some shots throughout his career. I think that's the area for him that he's got to improve upon and he's worked very diligently at, uh, but, but, but a trusted uh, guy, you know, with the ball in terms of decision-making and uh, you know, a guy who, who can help facilitate on the perimeter. So for us, you know, losing Sam's experience last year was really, uh, you know, it was really difficult. And so hopefully we can um, benefit now from him being back for a sixth year and, he really gives us a guy with a lot of experience, but a lot of versatility as well. Of course, uh, part of that nucleus is Anthony Walker, who I think over the last 12 games of the year averaged a double-double for you last year. And then Harlan Beverly, hopefully he'll be uh, healthier this season as well. Yeah, and I think the theme, Joe, is, is versatility. You know, and, and those two guys in particular, Anthony really came along strong, as you said, and um, you know, he's a guy that we knew was going to take some time for him, and he got thrusted into some opportunities uh, last season because of the injury, and he really benefited. I think he learned a lot from it. And he was very productive as the season went on, and, um, you know, he's a guy that now is, uh, you know, become a veteran in, in, a, in a very short amount of time. He's gotten a lot of experience, and uh Again, another versatile piece, a guy who can score inside and out. Uh, we believe we'll have the ability to defend inside and out as well. He's a dynamic athlete. So uh, a guy we're excited about his maturation. And then, you know, Harlan, uh, he really deserves a lot of credit in some ways because he really tried to play through an injury last year that um, would have been very difficult for anyone to perform at a very high level. And I think given our uh, injury situation, uh, it really gutted it out all the way up to that Notre Dame game late in the season. And you know, eventually we felt like we had to shut him down. But um, with that, he didn't have the type of sophomore season, you know, I think anybody would have expected or predicted. Um, and then we saw a stat the other day, though, that said like he was one of only five guys in college basketball to average, I think, six rebounds, uh, three and a half assists, two steals, something like that. So, a guy that can do a lot of different things. Another guy that, you know, has, has spent a lot of time because of the injury uh, on his shot and trying to improve his three-point shooting. 
Um, but 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 another guy that gives us a lot of defensive uh, versatility, offensive versatility, and I think you know with the addition of of those you know of Jordan Miller uh, combined with uh, Sam Anthony and Harlan. Uh, those guys give us a lot of size and athleticism and versatility. You know, that six, 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 seven, six, eight, six, nine category can guard a number of different positions. And, um, you know, as, as you know, the, the way the league is, there are nights where you have to be pretty big, but many nights you have to be able to downsize and play smaller. And I think those guys all give us the opportunity to guard a lot of different positions and, 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 and play a little bit all over the floor. Uh, Chris, what can you tell us about two freshmen coming in, Ja'Kai Robinson and Wuga Poplar? We've been really happy with those guys, um, both, you know, kind of wing guards. Uh, um, Ja'Kai probably uh, uh, a hard-playing guy who is uh, very defensive-minded, uh, you know, kind of, Junkyard dog type mentality. Uh, Wooga, a very good athlete and a gifted scorer. I think they complement each other. Uh, they both have had a really good attitude and really fit in well. And, you know, you look at a veteran team sometimes and, you, you know, going into the season, you say, okay, well, you know, we'll, it'll be harder maybe for the younger guys early on because they're so much younger than the veteran guys, you know, sometimes three, four years. But, from what we've seen, I think those guys fit in very, very well and uh, are holding their own. So, you know, kind of it's early, but we're excited about that. Uh, do you have more work to be done for this year's roster, or is the periscope up looking further down the road? Well, I mean, I, you know, yes, there, there's a little bit more work to be done. Uh, you, you could pretty much read about it. I don't have to tell you about it, Joe. You know that. But, uh, <laughs> but there's uh, – yeah, there, there's there's going to be a need, and 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 there'll be some guys out there that we'll that we're currently trying to get, and if we get them, you know, we feel really good about them. And um, but again, it's it's uh, we like our group, we like the makeup of it. I think any addition would really, uh, you know, accentuate what we have and, and maybe take us to another level in terms of the way we view the roster, but, um, you know, it's college of basketball in this day and age. You're, you're never really done recruiting and all sorts of things can happen at any time. So, you know, we'll, uh, we're staying on top of it. That's for sure. I don't know if this is a fair question or not, but the, the, uh, transfer portal one is it's still open and two, two, are there more guys in the portal now than there are spots available? You know, I, Yes, it's still open, but, but July 1st was our date for anybody who wasn't in the portal on July 1st could not then become immediately eligible this year. So um, are, are there – yeah, I would guess. I haven't looked at it as recently in terms of those numbers. But, yeah, I, I think there's going to be situations where guys are going to find that there's less scholarships than there are people in the portal. Um, but, but I think this is just the way the world is. We're not going to change it, and so – you know, as I've said, um, you know, as, as we've said early on from our time here, you know, we want that thing to work for us. You know, we want the transfer market portal to work for us, not against us. And uh, uh, the additions that we've had thus far, um, you know, you're adding two guys, and you know, Charlie, who's um, led the Big East in assists as a junior, uh, and then Jordan, who was, uh, you know, an all-conference player this year in the Atlantic 10, another great basketball league. So, 
I feel good about where we're at there, um, and we'll continue to, to try to use it to the best of our ability, uh, knowing that everybody's going to be affected by it one way or the other. And then I guess I should throw in there, in terms of uh, recruiting freshmen coming in, I guess this would be for the 22 class. So uh, how is that going? How's the response? Yeah, we're going to have a big class, so uh, we're very, very active there right now. Uh, you know, we're obviously still with an eye on 21, but, uh, yeah, we're very, very active in 22. A number of different guys that we're trying to get. Um, some guys that we feel really strongly about uh, and the impact that they can make. And so, you know, I think that that's not changed, you know, whether there's a transfer puller or not is, you know, you really try to, you know, take a view of this as uh, guys that can help you right away, that fit the program, that fit the culture, that want to be in Miami that value the education, uh, that value our great city. And then, you know, from there, um, you know, if you do have to go into the transfer portal, uh, you certainly evaluate that as well. But we know we're going to have a pretty big class in 22, and the guys that come in 22 are going to have an opportunity to play right away. Uh, and so, you know, hopefully that's appealing to uh, to some guys. But you certainly, you, you know, you, you want to make sure it's the right fit. Associate Head Coach Chris Caputo is with us. Uh, you mentioned some things about the uh, the conference. We know the conference is always great. It did go through some major changes here. Roy Williams retired. Mike Krzyzewski, his final year. What do you think the impact of, of, of those guys moving on is going to be? Well, obviously, I, I, I think, you know, they're really two of the most iconic coaches in the history of college basketball. Um, and, and two of the most iconic programs and the great rivalry that they have. And so there's going to be an adjustment. And, and uh, you know, I think the good news is for the league, um, you know, the programs, their infrastructure, their fan base is so solid um, that they're not going to have any problem, you know, attracting great players and, uh, you know, having interest in, in their program in our league. Um, but certainly, you know, when you think about Coach K and, and Coach Williams, you know, um, I know for us, you know, we have such great respect for them. And, and, you know, when, when you, when you get an opportunity to compete against them, and particularly if you can win, uh, it really puts a stamp on your program when you're doing that. And, uh, you know, while, while that probably won't change much, uh, in terms of, you know, just, Hey, a great win in the ACC is a great win in the ACC. But certainly when you're, you know, the, the world kind of takes a look when you beat Mike Krzyzewski or, or Roy Williams, you know? So, um, you know, we, we certainly wish them well, and uh, I don't think it's lost on us the type of impact that they've had on our game. Uh, you know you're going to have a great conference schedule. We know you, we go to Orlando for a tournament uh, at Thanksgiving, so that'll be very competitive. You go to Penn State uh, for the ACC Big Ten Challenge. We'll see uh, Adam Fisher. Uh, you don't have to go all the way through this, but uh, your non-conference, what, what are some of the things you want to get out of the non-conference this year? I think it's some of, one of the more competitive non-conference schedules we've ever had because, you know, when you think about playing in, in Orlando where the field is fantastic, there'll be a number of top 25 teams there, and you hope that, you know, you get really good games there to test yourself. You go on the road in the Big Ten Challenge, always a difficult uh, situation. Um and then, uh, you know, some quality some quality games at home. We'll go to Brooklyn and play Fordham, uh, which, you know, obviously we'd love to be in New York. 
uh, and play. We know we have so many alums in the New York area, and you know, especially around Christmas time, it's always a, a special place to be. And then you know, maybe an opportunity for our New York uh, fan base and alums to come out and see us. Um, but I, I think we're going to have uh, quite a bit of uh, strength of schedule there with with who will wind up playing uh, in in our league, obviously, but also in Orlando on the road in the challenge on the road at FAU, which would be interesting game, obviously. So I think we've got a challenging schedule, um, but I do think we've got a team that is now, uh, you know, prepared to, uh, to compete in in a very challenging uh, environment. And I guess finally, how, uh, how are you guys with basketball navigating this NIL? Well, you know, we're trying to follow our state laws, you know, and so, some of it, so much of it is just trying to understand what the laws are and, and what we what we can and can't do. And, and quite honestly, you know, in basketball, it's a little bit different because some of the very uh, top players are, are being uh, recruited by the professional leagues. You know, whether it be the G League or, or overtime now. And so, you know, it's not like we're in any sort of bidding war. We're not in a position uh, legally where we can even get involved, but we are trying to monitor, you know, kind of what's going on out there and, and what are the different things that we hear like everybody, but there's a lot of unknowns. And, and I think, you know, the good thing is the players are going to be able to benefit off their name, image and likeness. And, and there might be some opportunities for, for all of our players or uh, all players, uh, you know, within the athletic department to, to potentially do some things and, and build up a little bit of a, a, a marketing uh, business uh, for lack of a better term. And so, you know, with that, I think it's, it's a great thing. And we obviously, we have a great market here in Miami and uh, a lot of interest surrounding you know, university and athletics. So uh, from that standpoint, I think we'll be as well positioned as anybody, but it's just hard to tell exactly how this will all play out. Associate Head Coach Chris Caputo has been our guest. And, boy, Chris, I'm looking forward to seeing fans at the Watsco Center and looking forward to seeing exciting basketball inside the ACC, both at home and on the road. Uh, it looks like the roster is shaping up, and uh, the best of luck throughout the rest of the summer. Well, I appreciate it, Joe. I, I, you know, I, have, I really like our group, and the coach really likes our group. And, uh, you know, there could be an addition or two, and, and, and you know, this, it could shape up to be uh, one of the more exciting seasons we've had. So, we're excited about where we're at, and uh, we look forward to seeing everybody you know, at the Las Coast Center throughout the year. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.